This is CliffCentral.com. Hello and welcome to uh, the third installment of Inspired Youth here on cliffcentral.com. My name's Dean Boerter and I'm going to be your host for the next hour. Joined with me, however, are two fantastic young ladies, uh, two overachievers who have overcome some, uh, well, some very interesting difficulties and some rather hardcore obstacles in life and have gone on to do fantastic things. First of all, we have young uh, Emily Mbasa. Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dean. I'm so grateful to be here today. It's wonderful to have you here yet again. And then, of course, we've got Bianca Zunikant. Hi, Bianca. Hi, Dean. Good to be here. Good, good, good. Good to have you. So um, for the next hour or so, we're going to be talking about the Inspired Youth. Uh, it is a platform for youngsters, teenagers and young adults to engage with all of you out there listening and uh, to, to give you their viewpoints on the world, to tell you what's happening in their lives, to not only inspire, but to obviously get more inspired and more motivated as life goes on uh, and we we tackle all sorts of, of topics. Today, as I say, we're going to be talking about overcoming difficulties and achieving greatness, achieving success, and obviously reaching for goals now that summer is upon us and the school holidays are literally just around the corner. I thought it would be fantastic to have these two young ladies in here to kind of tell us about them. So uh, without any further ado... I'm going to let the ladies introduce themselves so that they can kind of walk you through who they are, what they've done, and then we're going to carry on from there. So, Emily, will you give us your phenomenal breakdown as to all the things that you do and have done recently, please? Okay, my name is Nkateko Emily Mabasa, and I am a fashion designer, I am a dancer, I am a poet. The list goes on and on, but however, <laughs> I am also a gold award holder for the Duke of Edinburgh International Award called the President's Award in South Africa. And um, through the things that I've done, I've done community service in my community. I've, I'm a person who loves life and I love to challenge myself. And um, just as I came into the studio, one of the ladies asked me, why didn't you call us to help you? Because I use crutches and like... All those days you, you came up by yourself And I was like that's just Not um, enough of a challenge I need more challenges in my life every day So that's who I am I'm about challenges I'm about just pushing the boundaries And just doing greatness Laughing in the face of staircases <laughs> <laughs> You're in your crutches Laughing at those staircases Okay fantastic Thanks Emily And uh, we'll, we'll get more into Emily's story just now Bianca run us through some of your recent achievements Okay, so I'm Bianca Zunikant. I'm 25 years old from the Windy City, Port Elizabeth. <laughs> the coolest place ever. Oh, there we go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so I'm a gymnast. I do tumbling, trampoline, and double mini trampoline. And pretty much any other sport that gets my adrenaline going, I'll be there to do it. Anything wild, crazy, adventurous. That's me. And I uh, recently just won a gold medal at World Championships for double mini trampoline. You, 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 sound, you say that like you kind of forgotten about, oh, yes, and <laughs> I've just won a world gold championships. And the crowd goes, wow, yay! Thank you. That's a, a fantastic achievement. And I know you overcame some major difficulties to get to that. So, uh, so we'll be going through that in just a minute. But again, again, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for, for joining us. I know it's not a, the easiest place to be on a Monday afternoon out here in Johannesburg traffic, but uh, we love it anyway. So let's, let's start off with a couple of, a couple of, uh, kind of generic questions. Emily, what, what inspires you to continue? And I think I know where you're going to go with this, but I don't know if our, our audience will. So what, what inspires you? 
what inspires me is just people around me who who look at me and 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 think I cannot do it. That's a challenge. As I said before, I'm all about challenges. Mm. So if you challenge me then we're good. And <laughs> I remember having that with my own doctor at the age of 12 years old because I was wheelchair bound and he said to me you'll never walk. Yeah. I was yeah. like, "Okay, that's a challenge. Let's try it out." And um it's been 15 years now. I'm walking and I'm still going strong and Hopefully soon I'll be throwing the crutches away but that's also now another process but however um I'm inspired by life mm-hmm. you know the fact mm-hmm. that I wake up every morning and I have something to look forward to and that's just taking another step outside the house it's so cool for me to walk i know people a lot of people who already walking or not born with a disability think walking is just so easy but for me it's an excitement love it love for it for me to just get out of a chair and walk by myself is excitement that's so fantastic that's what inspires me well you're inspiring all of us right here bianca what inspires you what gets you motivated what gets your your heart singing and gets you jumping out of bed in the morning <laughs> what gets me jumping out of bed is that i get to go jump on trampolines again <laughs> so yeah um, jump out of bed onto a trampoline Yeah, and what inspires me I'd say is definitely being able to be in the gym and see the kids faces when they see me going down the track and like I just want them to be able to see that anything is possible that we even as girls nothing is not impossible. So we got to just go out there and do our best all the time. So I try my best to show them that I like to do things that the boys are doing. So yes. I'll be the ones doing the mad tricks on the trampoline all the time and the kids are like how are you doing that you shouldn't be doing that and I'm like but why not we can yeah. we all entitled to do our own thing all the time and I like to break records if I can I want to do anything I can that's adrenaline I show kids that girls can't just cook and clean we can do absolutely <laughs> anything <laughs> So yeah, um I want to inspire the younger kids of the generation to come out and do things not just sit on their phones or sit playing PlayStation all the time that they should be out enjoying life because you only live once, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, they need to really get out there and show themselves that they are capable of things that other people are not as well. That's lovely stuff. We're actually we we we've been trying to pick up a one of those sayings where it's actually it's not YOLO, it's YODO. So you only die once, you live each and every single day. That's you know what I mean. Yeah. We're trying to play with that a little bit. So you only actually die once, but you you meant to live each and every day. Guys, anyone uh, out there, please do engage with us. Uh, feel free to engage with us on the show on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook we're all at Inspired Youth SA or hashtag Inspired Youth SA and otherwise engage with Emily underscore Mabasa that's for Twitter and then of course for Bianca Zunikant one that's the one that's right and Zunikant isn't Afrikaans apparently Afrikaans excuse me It no is. it's not Afrikaans so It, I was adopted by my stepdad who's from France ah, so it's French it's French okay I like it I like it a lot Okay, cool. So um so I think we should find out a little bit more about you, a little bit more of, of the road that has been traveled uh and then we're going to take things from there. 
Emily, I know you've got you've, you, your story's quite a tearjerker, to be completely honest. It really is. So um, let's see if we can make it through the show without uh, getting too emotional just yet. But Emily, how did it all come about? What 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 happened? What happened to you? Okay, I was born with cerebral palsy, also known as CP, which affects the muscles and body movement. It can be severe, it can be mild, and it can just be um, okay. But with me, it was severe. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't walk at all. Um, I had to rely on other people to help me get around. And as well as my speech wasn't as great as it is now. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't speak as fluently or as clearly as I'm speaking today, which has also been a process. Um but because of the power of the mind, I kind of understood that if I apply myself and I challenge myself to to do what they say is the impossible, I can surely do it. And um, that goes back to family supporting me, friends being there for me and saying to me, you can do this. But it all had to start in my mind because I was the one living. I'm the one living with the disability and that's why I always tell people that I live with my disability but do not let my disability become my life because those are two different things mm -hmm. and I do separate them and I do acknowledge that I live with CP but um, I'm not going to let that limit, limit me or make me feel like I am not able to do anything that I set my mind to so um, it's been a long process And living in the township Alexandra township that is It's hard because it's not wheelchair friendly mm -hmm. So if somebody says to you This is your life Live with it Some people are okay with that But I was never okay with that My doctor told me Make friends with your wheelchair Because this is it This yeah. is your life and, and what were your thoughts at that? What I mean, what 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 does that do to you when someone says to you, "Make friends with your wheelchair," like you're not going anywhere away from this thing ever again? It was really painful, but mm. you know, um, I thank God for my parents because even though the doctor did say this, and he is a professional, he knows CP better than I know it, even though I'm the one living with it. Yeah. And however, when he said that, and my mom said, "We can." We can live, we can go over this, we can, we can fight this. And, um, I remember telling her, I'm gonna walk. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay, let's try that with your doctor. And when we did, he said, when you're 18, we can try. When you're 18, you're gonna go back into a wheelchair. I'm 27 today and I'm still walking. So it proves to me that the doctor can be right, but he can also be wrong yeah. or she can be wrong. It's only you that needs to apply your mind. And teach yourself Because I taught myself how to walk I had support of physio and so forth But it's all in the mind Like I previously said So, you know, people need to understand That they've got such a powerful muscle In their head That it could just move mountains Literally And um, I did mention that I'm also a President's Award Gold Award holder And that means that in 2012 um, there was a hike that we needed to go, which is eight zero eighty kilometers. Everybody else was what they call normal or able-bodied, and I was the only one with crutches. And I completed my eighty kilometers. So anything is possible. Yes, you did. Anything indeed. is possible. That's unreal. That is a fascinating story. We're going to be talking more about the president's war side of things uh, uh, shortly. Bianca, you you too have uh, quite. <laughs> 
quite a tail behind you. Let's just put it that way. Where, where did it, I mean, we're talking about the gymnast side of things and obviously overcoming obstacles, achieving goals uh, or achieving success or greatness. Um, where, where would you pinpoint the start of that story? Where, where did it start from the, the you know, the, the upward to the downward and back to the upward? So I started off doing gymnastics at home, well, not at home. My at, home at is, is the gym. My mom's my coach and she owned the gym before I was born. Uh-huh. So my brother was constantly in the gym as well. And I kind of just fell in there and that was my upbringing was all I knew was gym. It's like, everyone's like, Oh, my studies come first and everything. And for me, it was the other way around <laughs> to my mom. It was, don't, don't tell everyone that, but yeah, we know what you mean. Okay. So what, what age yeah. was this? What age? Um, I was uh, properly training by the age of three, probably. <laughs> um, I did competitions at about three, four years old. So you didn't know how to feed yourself, but you were doing professional No, my mom was very good at that. She made sure we knew how to look after ourselves. <laughs> and if you couldn't do something, ask your brother, because she was busy. <laughs> okay, so carry on, yeah. Yeah, so she was a, she's been the biggest support to me growing up, I would say. Definitely my mom and my brother as well. He's also been around helping out and coaching me along the way and telling me, no, I bet you can't do this. And I'll always show him differently. So... It's definitely the boys in the gym that made me the tough person I am today and wanting to always show them that I can do what they can do and I can probably do it better. So, yeah, I've been through that. And then a couple of years ago, we also had a bit of a tragedy. Our house burnt down. It was a double-story wooden house on stilts, so we lost everything. And um, I took my focus away from that, and I just put it all into gym. Yeah. And it, it helped me a lot. Uh, that stress and everything It was just great to be out In the gym being able to jump on a trampoline So I enjoyed that And taking my frustrations out on the tumbling stripper was great And then after that A couple of years later I was driving my car now Recently Just yeah, before pr- Pretty recently Yeah We talking a couple of months ago Yeah mm. So I had World Games And I managed to make finals In both my tumbling and double mini At World Games And competition didn't go as planned but everything happens for a reason, firm mm-hmm. believer. Mm-hmm. And then I came home and I got home the Friday and on the Sunday night I had a bit of a roll with my car. A bit of a roll? <laughs> yeah. Explain, I rolled. explain a bit of a roll. <laughs> so I was driving and then I kind of was not driving anymore. So oh, right. yeah, I came out the window though and then the car carried on rolling and I looked and I was on my butt. So you're trying to endorse, endorse those uh, driver-free cars? Yeah. So, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. so you were in the first... So I was, no, I was like, oh my word, what just happened? And I was sitting on the ground and I was like, oh no. And I looked for my car and it was like, down there. And I was like, no, my mom's going to kill me. My mom's going to kill me. But the first person I phoned was my mom eventually. Somebody came along, stopped and helped me. I couldn't see my phone, but my phone was in my pocket. So I still had it, luckily. And I was like, shh. Thank goodness. So called my mom and she was freaking out because it was quite late at night. Um, Yeah. And then. So what actually happened to you? I had two broken ribs and a punctured lung. And a few, my legs were all bruised. I probably should have broken more things. The doctor was concerned that I didn't break more things than what I did. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. But I would definitely say being a gymnast helped a lot. So, yeah, and then now recently went to World Champs three weeks back and won the gold medal. 
So a car accident on the 31st of June. Yeah, July. June, uh, sorry, July. July. 31st of July, car accident, punctured lung, two broken ribs and bruises all over the place and certainly a whole lot of confusion and trauma that goes with that. And then one, two, three, four, four and a half, five months, four and a half months later, yeah. go off to Bulgaria. Yes. And win the world championships. Yeah. For double so, trampoline. Yeah. So um, the training for it leading up to it was very minimal. <laughs> I can definitely say that. Yeah. Um, I had about a month and a half's training with a lot of days in between off. Right. Because I was still very sore and stuff. But it, I had my kids. I was back in the gym coaching as soon as I got out of hospital, I was in hospital for five days. And the fir- very next day, I was at a competition coaching my kids. So, Wow. Because they needed me, so I was going to be there for them. I love my kids that I coach. It's a great joy to me. And just being able to go over to World Champs, all I wanted to do was just compete and have fun. And to manage to make finals and then still pull off a gold medal was like on top of the world. Like it was the greatest feeling I've ever had in my life. Yeah, no, we watched some of those videos earlier on. I mean, you, you clearly, I mean, you win the world title. You look absolutely elated. What, what is the name of that video? Just which, for listeners. Which one? The mm. world yeah. champs. If they just go search my name, Bianca Zunikant, all my videos pop up there. And, okay. um, if you can search more recent ones, it'll be the world champs. Yeah. 2017 double mini trampoline. That's absolutely fantastic. So again, a very big congratulations. Got a world champion in the house. Loving it. Loving it. Um, so I mean, one, one thing that we've kind of been covering there then, Emily, is that you, you were talking a lot just now about mind over matter, about how you've got to actually just think your way through this. The mind is a muscle. The heart is also a muscle. You can exercise it. You can work it. What, what are your, what are your takes on that? What is mind over matter to you? What is the, the thinking it, feeling it, doing it and sitting there back then looking at your wheelchair going, no, 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 no. I don't want to be your friend anymore. How did that all come about? It was definitely not easy, easy yeah. for me because um, I didn't know what uh, to expect thereafter because it included a lot of physio, which is a lot of physical exercise that I wasn't used to because I was just sitting in my wheelchair. So that for me was like, okay, what am I doing? I should have rather went and sat in my wheelchair Probably pimped it by now with nice rooms and everything. <laughs> it would have been cooler. <laughs> so and some sequencing and some yeah yeah yeah. And some yeah. radio. But you do have really nice crutches, don't you? You've got like yeah, I do actually. And because I, I did mention that I'm a fashion designer, have crutches uh, of different colors, so they yes. match with my outfits. Yes. Black, green, red. So it's all cool. It's an accessory rather than an helping aid. So that's how I see my crutches, and that's why I'm friends with my crutches. But as I said, pretty soon they are going too. So there it's, we go. It's this. all a it's all a process, and I'm just so so grateful that I have a powerful mind and I was able to exercise it because not everybody is aware of what they can do by just thinking or visualizing rather. I visualized myself walking, mm-hmm. and that's how I took my first step. I visualized myself taking my first scratch and using that to get out of the house instead of being pushed out of the house. Mm. So that for me was my first step to learning how to walk. And um, later on, because I was tired of physio and it was so painful, 
you know, my physiotherapist will forgive me, but she knows she puts me through hell. <laughs> um, I decided to join dancing, which is more fun because there's music yes. that is involved. And then that escalated to a professional level. So I can actually perform now on stages. And that also helps me become a more positive and confident person when it comes to approaching people. And what I've come across is that people think or believe that people with disabilities have got a lot of anger. I'm like, I'm not angry. So, but then that's what they discover after speaking to me. And I would just like to encourage people. Don't be shy to ask. Rather ask than assume. Mm. If you mm. are not sure about something, come and ask me what happened. I'll tell you. Rather than think of something. And a lot of the times what I, I come across is people just wanting to help me without asking me. Yeah. They yeah. just come... Grab my bag and everything And that irritates me And that's what makes me angry Because you never asked Not that I'm an angry person I just want to be asked Take your frustration somewhere else Okay, so Emily here Proving that there is no such thing As a different Or sorry, as disabled There's only differently abled We'll be right back This is CliffCentral.com Yes, it is indeed. My name is Dean Buerta, and I am your host on the show called Inspired Youth every Monday on cliffcentral.com uh, between 3 and 4, of course, available on podcast 2. We're here today talking to two phenomenal young ladies that have overcome some rather hardcore difficulties and have gone on to achieve greatness at a very young age and are going to continue to achieve even more greatness. So Emily Mbasa and, of course, Bianca Zunikant. Uh, two names you're going to be hearing more and more of down the line. I can basically put my money on it. So uh, please do feel free to engage with us on Twitter. We're on Inspired Youth SA. That's hashtag or at Inspired Youth SA as well as CliffCentral.com, of course. So, um, Emily, you were just taking through us, uh, taking us through a, well, your, your goals and objectives and everything that you had to do with your friendly wheelchair that has now become some fashionable crutches, which is unreal. Bianca, in your, in your goals and achievements now, I see that one of your big things that you're, you're doing at the moment is, and something that I know you've touched on already, is you're giving back and you're working with kids and you're actually doing some coaching. So to take your talent to where it is and then Accredit yourself by winning a gold world championship title. Um, you're now doing a whole bunch of coaching with youngsters. Talk us through that. Yeah, so as I said before, my mom owns our gym. And we have a lot of kids that are coming in there. And my next thing that I would love to do is try to get more girls involved. Because mm-hmm. at the moment, there isn't a lot of them that are competing at a higher level. We had our juniors go over and that team was consisted of three girls. Really? Our whole three goals. And the senior team, it consists of two people, myself and another boy, offering. So, yeah, our teams are very small at the moment, and it will be great to get the younger generation coming up and being able to go overseas and enjoy the competition and meeting other people and growing up in a different sense. Yeah, yeah. Cause, cause so why, why, why is there such little numbers? What, what's the result of that? Uh, what's the result of, sorry, should I say? I would say probably parents not motivating the kids enough that they will come home one day and say, oh, it's too hard, mom, I can't do it. And then they'll be like, okay, my child, you don't have to go anymore. And then they just stop when they have a lot of talent. And 
every day you'll have hard parts in your day. Mm-hmm. Not every single day will be easy. Not every single day will be fun. But you have to go through those hard times and the tough times to get to the good times. I know this because I had a lot of tough times in the gym with my mom. Mm-hmm. But she pushed me through them. She said, this is what you wanted to do. You told me you want to be a world champion. And now you've got to put the time and effort in. I'm putting all my time and effort in, coming in early hours, putting more hours in than anyone else will. And it's your turn to step up to the plate and take Take some, um, what's the word? Take it's some initiative, yeah, and yeah. make it happen now. So yeah, I think the the younger kids need to just see that it's not all hard work, that it is fun, and that there is something more to look forward to at the end of the day. Moms are just the best, aren't they? Mom, if you're listening, you are the best. Moms are just the best. We love that. So, um, okay, so I mean, the, the youngsters that you're coaching with, tell us more about that. How, how many, where are they from, what ages, what, what are they learning? Because it's obviously not just double tra- uh, mini trampoline. There's obviously a whole bunch of disciplines involved with that. So what are you guys doing there? Yeah, so we're one of the few clubs that do all three. Um, one of the few that compete all three around the world. All three disciplines being tumbling, double mini trampoline, and the Olympic trampoline. Okay. So the rest of the world seems to think that they should just focus on one thing. I can't do that because I get bored just doing one thing. <laughs> so what we do is we think each discipline complements the other one, and we try and motivate our kids to do all three. They kind of have to do all three. Right. We know the tumbling is more difficult on them and stuff, but we, we encourage them and we make it more fun for them. So at the moment, I coach a group of kids. We don't like to make our groups more than eight or nine at a time. Yeah. So at the moment I have about seven kids that I'm coaching and they're really cool. I had one of my girls win a medal at essays during October in October. Oh, congrats. Yeah. So it was cool. She was so excited. So the ages range between about seven and 12 mm-hmm. in my group. Um, my brother coaches a whole lot of the little little ones, which I, I can't do the little ones. They way too much. <laughs> to handle But they, they're really awesome They run a mock in the gym And they go on Doing their own thing and then, as long as they're having fun Right? Yeah they're having, They have so much fun And then we have our We have a development group That my brother looks after From Namatu Okay Um, It's Namatu Change Your Life They're a great bunch of kids That have a lot of talent And I'm sure My brother will have An Olympic Kid come out of there That will go to the Olympics so yeah, it's really cool And I mean, it's cool to train with them They're always pushing the limits as well And I mean, they come from a township right. And they drive through once a week to come train with us yeah. And it's always cool to go in there and see what they're doing And it's crazy things that you wouldn't expect them to be doing yeah. But they, they're doing it And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what the future holds for those boys as well yeah. um, It's just sad to see that in that community That the girls aren't really stepping up to the plate And coming and doing gym I think it's just a thing where the girls are meant to cook and clean and stuff and they're not supposed to be doing gym. So, yeah, I'm hoping to try work with my brother and see if we can get a girls squad going as well Mm because he's got a good group of four boys that are brilliant and I would like to see some girls coming up as well. Well, maybe maybe just giving a little bit of time and maybe continuing to do what you're doing at the moment, which is obviously... It's also... 
very, very difficult with funding at the moment. The right. funding issues are crazy. I mean, to go over to World Champs, you have to have your gymnast, a coach, and a judge going with you. So, I mean, the our South African Gymnastics Federation, they don't have all the funding in the world. Yeah. So it's difficult. But we... We make do with what we got so far. Right. Yeah. Well, again, hats off to you, even though mine's on, but hats hats <laughs> off to you. As always, for all of this, the coaching, the world titles, everything, everything. So, Emily, going to bounce back to you for a second. In in, in our little uh, break that we had there, I, I overheard you saying that you've got a couple of goals, and one is skydiving. Yes, yes. I'd like to try that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Why? I just it's different something that I've not I've not done mm-hmm. um, for my president's award I did bungee jump, jumping twice okay um, I've done other things like canoeing so that's something I haven't done so I want to just see if I can I will not faint in the air <laughs> rather you do pass out sometimes it's not, it's not voluntarily I can promise you that but that's that's quite an unreal quite an unreal goal that you set there what are some of the other goals that you have on your cards or what are some of the other things you're working towards at the moment okay uh, currently I am the ambassador of the president's award yes and what 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 I do is encourage young people to to enroll in the in the president's award which is like your um, outside of school um Setting which you do sports. Mm-hmm. Too many of these kids are watching too much of TV. You know, too much of something is bad, and um, sports will do them some good. I played wheelchair tennis um, mm-hmm. at some point while I was on the program, and um, you also get to go on an adventurous journey, which means you have to learn how to uh, put up a tent, uh, make fire. The old-fashioned way with the with the rocks and everything. So I can do that. I can put up my own tent. If I was to be stranded somewhere, I'd be good. Um, um, you also get to just learn a new skill, which I did, which was beadwork. And that also now turned into a business because I can make um, necklaces, earrings and stuff, and I can sell that, mm-hmm. um, which at times I then teach other young people in my community to make. It teaches you a lot of patience. So I think a lot of people need that. I think teaching in general t- teaches you a lot of patience. Bianca, I can see <laughs> yeah, you nodding no. your head there. Please take us through that. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the kids demand a lot of your attention all the time. They always want to tell you a different story. But you got to... There's time for that. You can come tell me before or after or when it's your turn. They very, they just want to tell me everything. They want to tell me what their mom did yesterday. They want to tell me what their brother did today at school. But I mean, it's cool. I enjoy the kids. They, they're great. Um, but you have to take time and teach them manners and stuff as well. And having a set thing of doing ways and they know how I work. If we, do our gym well we can play afterwards or we can have a break in between because all they want to do is go have water quickly can i go have water quickly I said no you can wait and then you can go just now when everybody's going but yeah it's it's a lot of time and effort and patience is the biggest key if you don't have patience you can't work with kids yeah so yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely is like that now tell me what i, I want to ask on a, on a more on a personal side of things what what is it like having your mom as your coach 
How, how does that work for you? Because I, I ask from, and I'll, I'll tell you why I asked, is that um, I used to do quite a bit of professional surfing back in the day, not here in Johannesburg, obviously. <laughs> down, in, uh, down in Cape Town, my father was the top water sports coach in the country pretty much. But it was very difficult for me to be coached by my dad. I always found that a little bit tricky because he wasn't my coach, he was my dad, so I felt I could get away with things. What's it like with you and your mom? Uh, for me, I would say when we're in the gym, my mom is my coach. She's not my mom. Okay. And at home, she's not my coach. She's my mom. So we have a good way of keeping things balanced and stuff. So when we're at home, we don't bring stuff that happens at gym, we don't bring it home. And stuff that happens at home, we don't bring it back to the gym. Is that a set rule or is that just... Mm, I wouldn't say that it's a set rule. It's just how things have always worked. Right. So when she fights with me in the gym, then we leave it there and we go home and then everything's fine. But yeah, it's sometimes it's very hard. I mean, I'm still living at home as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm just to have that thing of I'm constantly with my mom so it's I work with her in the office at home then I go to the gym with her then I'm back at home so I like to get away from her sometimes and do things like this she sounds like an unreal lady is she pretty much your best friend um no she's my mom there we go I like this I like this you guys are rocking this I must say really 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 locking it um Okay, so Emily, with the, with, I, I want to know a little bit more about the President's Award side of things. Obviously, that's a, a large institution, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you going over to South Korea a couple of years ago. Yes. Uh, that was very exciting for me because um, the President's Award is called the Duke of Edinburgh International Award everywhere else in the world. Yeah. And it's always linked to the head of state, mm-hmm. which means in South Africa, it's linked to President Zuma. Although I've met the president only once, uh, you don't always get to see him at these fancy um, events that we do go and, and the, the awards do host. In 2014, I got chosen to go and represent South Africa with another girl called Emma. She's so great. She's so awesome. And we went and there was just only two of us from South Africa that went over there, South Korea. We met all the other delegates from um, 100 and... And 39 countries, 140 with us being the other country. And it was so interesting because it not only helps you understand your own country or how the award program uh, is done in your own country, but you pick up from other countries how it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, like in Zambia, they've got a big group of young people with disabilities that are constantly um, signing up. And wanting to complete this, it's not easy. It's it, it has to do with you need to be mentally strong. Um, I mean, when you go to the hike, they're not going to make it easy for you mm-hmm. just because you're in a wheelchair. Or it's a hike; they can't make the pa- the paths uh, softer or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So you need to be up for the challenge. And in Zambia, they're doing so well. And in South Africa, I'm the only one with a disability who only has a gold, which are three levels, which is your bronze, your silver, and your gold. And I have all three levels, but I'm the only one with a disability at the moment. And I'm trying to get other people to see that it is possible. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, if I'm able to do it, what's wrong with you? I always ask my brother, because we always fight about certain things, and I'm like... If I can do it on four legs, what's wrong with your two legs? So, oh, brotherly love. So I just, I, I just have, I just love having to um, communicate with, challenge people that way. That if I could do it on four legs, what's wrong with your two legs? Yeah, you know? yeah. 
So. You certainly have the most, uh, the heightened sense of appreciation. I love it out there. It's an absolute <laughs> inspiration. Okay, guys, we're going to be back in just a moment. Time for a short break. This is CliffCentral.com. And this is Inspired Youth on CliffCentral.com. The show between uh, three and fours on Monday, of course, also available on podcast. We talk about all things youth and all things inspired, hence the name of the show, Inspired Youth. It's not rocket science. It's just a whole lot of fun. With me in the show uh, or in the studio today is a young lady called Emily Mbasa, who has done some fantastic things. She is differently abled, not disabled by any means. That you can certainly tell. And then a young lady who overcame some uh, rather hardcore accident or overcame a hardcore car accident and then went on to win a gold medal at the world dmt championships uh just a few weeks ago wasn't it yeah what was that whole experience like bianca it was really cool i mean it's not my first time going to bulgaria it was my fourth time in bulgaria Your fourth time in bulgaria my fourth time and in you bulgaria. are 25 yes that is not something very many 25 year olds are able to say <laughs> is that where world champs is all the time or no just normally, normally it's rotated, but, um, this is the second time they've had the world champs. And then wow. the two other times I went for world cups. So yeah, it was really cool. I mean, the people there are really nice and they run a really, really good competition. Everything's run like clockwork. Yeah. And then the people are very helpful as well. It's just the food that wasn't that great, but you make <laughs> do with what you got. I mean, nothing's as good as a chop. <laughs> Nothing's as good as a chop. That is the quote for the day. And I challenge anyone to try and match that. What, what, what kind of things are they eating over there? I mean, if you're an athlete, you are what you eat. So what's... Yeah, my staple diet while I was there was cucumber. That's, wow. that's what I ate. <laughs> cucumber and water. Yeah. Wow. Cucumber and water. So like at supper time, like you don't, like, I don't know, it's probably like a cultural thing for them that they just don't do like coffee or tea, like after dinner or anything like that. It's just coffee and tea and juice in the morning. And then the rest of the day, it's just water <laughs> throughout. Sure. So yeah, but something. you'll get some, um, raw meat along with your cucumber if you would like. Um, but I think that was just our hotel maybe because my mom went to a second hotel with the juniors. They got upgraded <laughs> and their food was really good apparently. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just where they're like, okay, cool. You guys can just stay there and get okay-ish food. Budgets. Budgets. It comes down to budgets. Yo, oh, t- it helped me get the gold medal. So, I'm not complaining. <laughs> no, you can't, can you? No, that's fantastic. All right. So, let's, let's, let's have a, a, little, a little fun session. A couple of fun, straight-to-the-point questions. Don't think too deeply into it. Just a couple of random questions that I picked up on the net. Emily, are you, uh, when, when looking at goals and things like that, are you better at chasing or at being chased? The meaning there is, if you're in first, are you going to hold first place? Or if you're in second, are you going to go and get first place? I'd rather be the one chasing. Would you now? Okay. Yes. Same question to you, Bianca. Yeah, definitely be chasing. I mean, at World Champs, after my first routine, I was lying yeah. 18th and then managed to get into second after my second routine. So definitely, if you put a carrot in front of me and I have to chase it as fast as I can, I'll get past it. Okay. Okay. So I wonder if this is just a lady thing or, yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, another one, which is quite a fun one. If you are a crayon in a crayon box, what color are you? Emily? I'd be red. And that is because it's bright. You cannot miss it. And it usually means danger. So, yeah. <laughs> Woo, 
Oh, Emily's threatening us all. Bianca, how about you? What color uh, would you be? Definitely green. Green is go. Green is go. Okay. I like that. Green is go. <laughs> all right. Um, normal question, Emily. I, I mean, you both, you both young ladies, but mm. what do you, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? Are you ever going to grow up? Are any of us ever going to grow up? Anyway, we'll get to that one later. <laughs> what do you want to be when you, when you get older? Let's say that. I want to be the best version of myself. I'm always in competition with myself. So if I can be better than I was today, tomorrow, then I've, you know, that's my goal. Love it. Okay. Bianca, same over to you. I want to be a clown. You want to be a clown? Yeah, I'm going to go to the circus. Really? Yeah, Cirque du Soleil. That's my ultimate dream. Some of that stuff is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my end goal. I really want to go work in the circus. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. Good for you. Why not? (laughs) So you two are are doing a lot of inspiring at the moment, certainly working with youngsters, getting people to join the President's Awards, things like that. But who inspires you? Emily, who inspires you? Dead or alive, anyone, male, female, whatever it is. But who, who, who do you look up to? I definitely look up to my parents because they're the first people that encouraged me. Mm-hmm. And not knowing uh, what was CP, I mean, they could have just said, okay, uh, we're going to lock her up because unfortunately this is what's <laughs> happening. A lot of the people, if they do not know, they'd rather not find out. Yeah. They'd rather say, okay, it's fine. But they challenged me as well. Yeah. My mom never treated me any different from my siblings. I have two, three sister, three older sisters and a brother. So I'm the youngest. Okay. So being the youngest, you think I'll get all the nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're good at chasing. Clearly, you got to get those guys in front of you. You see, and um, my mother never treated me any different. Neither did my dad. Mm. So they are definitely the people that inspire me. That when I get up, I'm like, I'm going to make them proud today. You know, so and um, yeah, I guess my parents are my 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 biggest supporters, my inspiration, my motivation. So, Jeez, you're inspiring me more and more and more and more. Um, Bianca, who inspires you? Um, I inspire myself, there I suppose. Um, but yeah, my brother was a big inspiration to me when I was growing up. I always saw him doing the cool tricks on the trampoline, and I always wanted to do them. And now he wishes that he's as cool as me, I think. Because <laughs> he, he can't do the things I'm doing. Can so, I say girl power? Is that something I can say? Girl power? Yes. Loving it. Carry on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I would definitely say my mom as well. She brought me all the way from yeah. from being a baby. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool. Um, growing up with my mom and my brother in the gym with me, uh, they coached me to where I am now. So, yeah, definitely my mom and my brother. Brilliant. So keeping in the family. Loving that. All right, final on the question side of things. What is a lesson that you've learned either this year or recently? What's something that you can quite confidently say has been a, a lesson of, of recent? I've learned to grab every opportunity that it presents itself to me because you never know. I remember um, somebody asked me, could you possibly come and tell your story on a stage in front of people? And although I talk too much, I will say, now that I can talk properly. <laughs> there we go, excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, I was like, okay, that's a challenge. I'll do that. And then I enjoyed it. Yeah. And in the process, I saw that people actually found inspiration in my story. For me, it's just normal. Yeah. It's just my story. But people find inspiration. Now, what I would say to them is don't just be inspired. 
Don't just be motivated Do something about it mm. Make a decision Then once you've made a decision About what you want to do Work towards that yeah. And that will be your first step To achieving whatever it is That you're going to work Because I made a decision To get out of that wheelchair And look at me today So Loving it's it It's possible Loving it Emily aside from Driving on wet roads on Sunday nights and trying to get sorry Bianca, excuse me, sorry, just having too much fun with both you. Uh, without without getting thrown out of car windows and things like that. What's a lesson you've learned this year or recently? If you don't have time to do it right, you must have time to do it again. So if you don't have time to do it right, you must have time to do it again. Okay, yes. so you're practicing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. My last day in hospital And they brought me my tea And my sugar and stuff And you know you get those little Things on the back of the sugar And that was The quote that was on the back of that sugar On the Hewlett's Bankers Yes That was the quote that was on I actually have it in my wallet still Do you really? Yeah So that was What they gave me And I was like This is a sign You I've got This is my second chance To do things again That's brilliant So yeah I'm definitely a lesson To not roll my car Yeah 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 And to not give up because I thought at World Champs I was just going I had given up before I'd even left because I thought I had no chance yep. whatsoever and then just all that pressure I think that was off my shoulders so yeah I didn't give up when I saw I was lying 18th I said to my mom I'm never going to make finals now so what I normally do is if I mess up in my first routine I normally go everything I can biggest thing and I've broken a world record doing that yeah. so that's what I said to my mom I'm going to do my biggest routine because I've got nothing else to lose and I'm going to show them I can do it still so that helped me get into finals and then my mom just said to me this is your chance now so you've got to put everything in it's your last little bit to do give it everything you've got I love that I love that Okay, so uh, to everyone out there, please do engage with us. We're on Inspired Youth SA on Twitter. Otherwise, send us an email. I'd be more than happy to put you in touch with either Emily or Bianca. They both do talks. Uh, they both are doing fundraising for the communities that they work with. So please send us an email, info at pridefactor.co.za, and I would be happy to put you forward to either of these ladies. It's been an absolute treat working with you and uh, and talking to you guys today. So um, just kind of taking a, a slow ending off here, Emily. Some some words of wisdom for our listeners out there. What what have you got to say? All I have to say is please read more books because the more you're informed, the better you are. Because a lot of the millionaires that we know and we read about, they read a lot of books, mm-hmm. even. Uh, president Obama at the time when he was a president he had time to read a book or books so if he can do it while he was a president I'm sure you can throw it in the five minutes yeah. ten minutes to read a page or two and that will just make you a better person by knowing something different that you didn't know yesterday or a minute or two so keep so keep getting educated keep yeah. finding out more keep tracing information am I right yes. saying that yes lovely Bianca um, I would hope everybody goes and jumps on a trampoline. Oh my God, <laughs> better way to spend the holiday. You can't see, you don't, you never see a sad person jumping on a trampoline. Everyone's always has a smile when they're jumping on a trampoline. You don't see everyone, anyone sad do unless you? unless they've fallen off and hurt themselves. But yeah, well, then they're not jumping anymore. Emily, <laughs> same with you on the dancing side. You never see an unhappy person dancing, do you? It's it's basically impossible. It is definitely impossible. The music just takes over. That's what it does to me. 
Love it. Ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in the studios today. I think one of our best shows so far. So thank you very, very much for all your time. To our guys out there, thank you very much for joining us. To all the fans of cliffcentral.com, again, please send us an email, info at pridefactor.co.za. I'm more than happy to put you in touch with our lovely guest, Emily Mbasa from the President's Award, and of course, our world champion in DMT, Miss Bianca Zunikant. From myself, Dean Werther, and the rest of the team at Inspired Youth SA, it has been an absolute pleasure, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, and goodbye. This is CliffCentral.com.